Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women. Anything but females. Trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people. Maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out, is marriage worth it? And if it is, I wonder if my future husband or yours is listening right now. Hi, I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to another episode of Is Marriage Worth It? Our guests today are Destiny and Sammy. I know Sammy from college. I've seen Destiny in person before. Um, I've never spoke to her. I'm not a creep, I promise, guys. Um, she, <laughs> she knows my sister. So when I visit my sister, I've seen her before. But I reached out to them. Um, they have a podcast, but I reached out to them and asked them if they would be interested. And they willingly said yes. So thank you guys for agreeing to be on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. All right, to get started, can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? You want to go first? No, you got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm Destiny, of course. Um, and uh, about me, what about me? Um, I'm a social worker. Um, I like to bake. Um, I am a little bit creative I tap into my creative side a little bit um and actually my creative side kind of taps into our love story so that will be interesting um <laughs> what else about me oh a fun fact that a lot of people may not know um I self-diagnosed um that I used to have a dog phobia and now I have a dog, and I absolutely love him. <laughs> Thanks to me. Oh, yeah. What about you? Um, my name is Sammy. I uh, am a uh, police officer. I used to be a fireman of any emergency services for almost 10 years. Um, hobbies. I like going to the shooting range, riding my motorcycle, and uh, as of recently, uh, I'm a helicopter pilot, and so I fly helicopters for fun. Um, hopefully, that could lead to another career path, but that's for later. But uh, I don't have a dog phobia, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I brought Poncho home, contrary to her agreeing and now she loves that dog more than i do well <laughs> she's dog mom and i am almost brought another one home today but she said no so, <laughs> so we'll talk about that later i never understood <laughs> <laughs> all right so you guys are married how long have you guys been married almost two years so over a year and a half almost two years march We'll make it two years. Okay. So, how did you guys meet? Should I tell and then you interject where needed or vice versa? I mean, it's, we met in college. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes, we met. But I'm pretty sure they went detailed. <laughs> so, we met college. <laughs> That's a simple question. We met in college, but we weren't like dating or anything all that time. She she came to Southern. Her freshman year was my junior year. Mm-hmm. And we were just friend, we were in the same friend group, same choir. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was yeah. that. Yeah, we we really weren't, I don't consider us to have been friends. Like we were just acquaintances. We okay. didn't really talk outside of any of the I was probably more friends with her, one of her best friends. Yeah. During that college life than she, than we were friends. I was yes. closer to Precious than I was to her when she was at Southern. So. Correct. Precious okay. is one of her best friends, but so that that's why when I said like my creative side kind of taps into that because I was literally at Southern for only one year um, to study graphic design, um, and then I left. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of like the end of our acquaintanceship, friendship, whatever was going on there. So there was nothing going on. It was just- <laughs> no. I'm just saying like our friendship like we didn't really talk but then once I left Southern like it was like we kind of at least for me I forgot all about him so okay (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to hurt you (laughs) I'm just trying to keep it honest okay so you guys met in this year that you happened to be at Southern and then you guys went your separate ways. So how did you guys find each other again? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so she was at Oakland, and I would, I, I say I would see her, like, when I would go up to Oakland, either through, like, I'm at church, and I'm like, oh, there's Destiny right there kind of thing, or um, or vice versa. I don't know. Maybe she didn't It see wasn't me, vice versa, but... because... <laughs> I don't know if she would see me, but we didn't communicate. We didn't communicate. Let me tell y'all something. Oh my God. <laughs> we were cordial to each other. We were friendly. Right. So on social media, I would tell him like, happy birthday. I would comment on his Instagram post. He never responded to anything that I ever said to him. So I was just like, cool. Okay. So he says he came to Oakwood to visit other friends that went there but I didn't ever see him or talk to him so to my defense back then I wasn't really super active on social media anyways (laughs) and then when you have when you have 300 people 400 people saying you have a birthday I'm sorry one or two is gonna slip up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one, one or two is gonna just you know I didn't see it I'm sorry I didn't purposely not respond to you I didn't go like oh that's Destiny I don't want to talk to her no. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure but that's the facts are the facts so anyway over the course of four years yes the whole four years that I was at Oakwood the last year that I was there he came down it was for alumni weekend yes and he just so happened to hit me up and say, oh, hey, 
I'm here for alumni weekend or whatever. Can I come see or we should meet up something along those lines? See, and that proves my point that like she makes it see she describes the social media things like I didn't want to talk to her at all. How do I go from not seeing you in four years and then just hey I'm in town. I'm close to your dorm. Let's let's link up. Like you can't go like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we can't. Be, we have to be. Sense. It could be like scrolling. I know I'm going to alumni weekend. Who's down there? Oh, I remember her. Mm-hmm. See, what no. you doing? Because yeah. like, now you're making it seem like I was trying to shoot my shot. No, and I was. No, she is. <laughs> yeah, she is. I was. Know. I was. So why are you why are you hitting up people if you're not shooting your shot? I'm still confused. <laughs> and I'm, I'm what I'm trying to what am I, I'm trying to prove my point is that I felt like we were cool enough. Okay. For me to say, hey, I'm in town. Let me see. I want to see my friend because I felt like we was cool enough. Like I haven't seen Precious in a while. Of course, we have now since we've been married. But I hadn't seen Precious in a while. If I knew she was on campus, I would say, yo, what's up, homie? I'm gonna come see you. Or if I gone somewhere else, I'm I'm that type of friend. Like if I knew Monique, uh, I call her Monique, but if I knew <laughs> yeah. Monique, uh, if I knew Monique was in town, I would hit her up. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't seen her in years, so it's that's just if I'm if I was cool with you for a short bit or a long bit of time, like I'm gonna want to reach out and see if especially if I'm not doing nothing and you like two feet to the next dorm, yo, what are you doing? You studying whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just we had no bad blood. I'm not trying to say exactly like, my point. We had no bad blood. I'm in this. Know. I'm on your campus doing a vague weekend where everyone links up anyways. So Facts. it was like, oh, let me see my friend it that I hadn't talked to you in years. It's to me, it was normal. It was. I nothing. need to adopt that. I am not I that was, nice. I was not. <laughs> I was no way, shape, or form trying to shoot my shot. I, and I and and I hope. She knows that, but I hope y'all believe that I was not trying to shoot my shot at all. Fred, you married her. I'm still trying to get to that point. <laughs> but we're talking about this Oakwood thing years right. later. Right. So you so you uh, hang out at alumni weekend? We did not even hang out. We, we didn't hang out, like go anywhere. What is happening? <laughs> It wasn't like we went off campus or anything. He came to the dorm I was staying at, and we kind of talked for I don't minutes. know how long it was. Maybe like yeah, it was literally like, hey, minutes. how you been? How's school? And we just basically caught up. Um, I think I did tell him that I was moving um, to Tennessee, and that was about it. Like after graduation, I would be moving to Tennessee. So fast forward after graduation. Uh, my parents did move to Tennessee. My dad's a pastor. He got a church there. Mm-hmm. So um, I came home with them and I didn't know this, but it just so happened that Sammy goes to the same church that my dad um, was the pastor at. Nice. Yes. So that is basically how our relationship kind of rekindled because I had moved back to Tennessee after all those years. And even then, and that's not really true, but okay. What do you mean? Just because you moved, then that's not the reason why like... Well, they asked how our relationship rekindled. You can... That's the sum of it, but if you can tell the exact story of how so it happened. So, the first 
Sabbath, when they got installed, I was on shift. I used to be a fireman, so I worked every third day. I was on mm-hmm. shift that Sabbath they got installed. The following Saturday, I had forgot that she was moving to Chattanooga. <laughs> forgot. It, it wasn't we hadn't enough. talked since the time at Oakwood. See, at right. alumni weekend, I literally just went to stay out of my homie, and that was about it. Yes. Everything she said, I had forgot. I ain't gonna lie. I just forgot. It is what it is. That's the homie, though. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> right. The the weekend they got installed, I was on shift. The following Sabbath, I went to church, and I saw her. I was like, yo, what are you doing here? That's literally what I said. What are you doing here? And she was like, oh, yeah, I go to church here now. I said, what? <laughs> I said, why? Then she tells me <laughs> that. And then she reminds me that she told me that alone that weekend. Like I said, I wasn't trying to shoot my shot. Because if I was, I would have remembered that. Right. I mean, right. You're right, though. That. No, you're absolutely right. He was not shooting his shot. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) And then so she was like, yeah, we're here for a little bit. And then she said, I'm not doing nothing at home. I'm bored. Okay, I'm not doing nothing at home. I'm bored. Here's a friend that I have from college. She's here in Chattanooga. I'm here in Chattanooga. And so, okay, if you're bored, let's come out. Let's hang out. Let's do something. And so that's how our friendship like kind of grew, I guess, or rekindled a friendship. And up until that point, I still wasn't trying to shoot my shot. (laughs) I think they understand you are not trying to shoot my shot. That is the most clear thing that I've heard tonight. So your friends living in the same city, Mm -hmm. how does it progress to more? So the first time that we actually, I I guess this is technically like our unofficial first date. He, no, he wasn't shooting a shot. How'd you hang out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So he messaged me, um, I think on Instagram or Snapchat, I don't know, and asked like, hey, what are you doing? Whatever you guys, me and my siblings, um, if we didn't have anything to do, that we should come to his baseball game. She's so unofficial. Technically, technically, he didn't ask about about my siblings. He asked about myself. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'm not going to this baseball game by myself. So I dragged my siblings along with me because I didn't know he was like not trying to shoot a shot. I didn't think that he was trying to come on to me or anything, but I just took them just to be safe. You never Mm -hmm. know. So we went to the baseball game and that was like our first like official time actually talking and rekindling things I guess like for real for real after we met up at Oakwood and at church that one time right so we went to the baseball game and after that um well no he was riding his friend's motorcycle at the baseball game and so he's like oh you should let me take you on a ride one day and I was like um I don't know about that I was like, okay, maybe one day, just thinking that he would forget about it. Uh, but he didn't forget. Um, I think it was the weekend before I was leaving to go to Maryland for grad school. He was like, so are you going to let me take you on the bike ride? 
Still and not shooting much. I was just about to ask. Dang it. I'm still not shooting much. And so I was. I'm offended saying, for her. She's gorgeous. Why weren't you shooting her shot, man? She wasn't shooting her shot at me either. <laughs> Am I, not, am I not gorgeous? <laughs> She's opening herself to opportunities for you, sir. She wasn't at that time. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're going on a bike ride. Oh, I was just like, you know, it's it could be a once in a lifetime thing. Let me just go on the bike ride. We'll we'll see what happens. You know, right? It's just fun. And so I went on the bike ride, and yeah. I, I actually had fun. It was scary, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the bike ride, I went on to uh, Maryland for grad school. And we actually kind of c- kept in touch a little more than we had in the past, okay. which led up to, well, I don't know if we got to this part when we started dating. No. No. Oh, okay. Well, then. Y'all are I'll just friends. Better. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 still we're when did you shoot your shot? We're still waiting for that. <laughs> I get into the point they just married each other. <laughs> I didn't know we were progressing me, to that yeah, part. Okay, me, we're progressing. Me, okay. no, she's she going too fast, a little too fast. She's a little too fast. Okay, let's slow down. Back okay, up. anyway, so we go on this bike ride, and then she is literally the day before she leaves to go back to Maryland or go to Maryland for grad school. And then so I'm the type of person who I was like, okay, we had hung out maybe a couple times, the baseball game, and then like um, at church, I saw her a little bit and we talked. And then I said, yo, you leaving? All right, cool, I'll hit you up. I'm the type of person, if we're starting to be friends again mm-hmm. or whatever, if I hit you up and you don't hit me up, after a little while, I just will stop hitting you up. That's just me. I don't mm-hmm. feel like, I can't be the one to just keep the conversation going, right? Okay. And so when she went to college, probably like uh, probably a week later when she left, I hit her up and said, hey, happy Sabbath or something like that. Maybe it was probably Saturday. Mm-hmm. Happy Sabbath. How you doing? And she texts me and then we conversed for a little bit. And then like two days later, she hit me up. And so we conversed. I was at work or whatever. And then it was back and forth every, you know, once to twice a week. It was one of the it was either she would respond or text first or me. So mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, okay, now she's really just trying to be a friend, a, a consistent friend, and mm-hmm. I can be a consistent friend. That's just how I am. Mm-hmm. I got I got family members I don't talk to as often as I would because I don't have the energy to always reach constantly out. Keep, yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm. that's just how I am. I got siblings. I have sister that if she don't hit me up, and that's my blood sister. I mean, it is what it is, right. but. Um, but anyways, our friendship grew. It went from once or twice a week to two, three times a week to three to four times a week. It was consistently growing. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, I was already working full time um, as a fireman. But I used to help coach the gymnastics team because when I was at Southern, I was on Gym Masters, which is a gymnastics team at Southern. And okay. uh, when I started working full time, I would help coach and help out um the team as much as i could when i was off and so acrofest is the big adventist gymnastics uh meet it's not really competition it's like a show that all the academies and universities that have teams put together and everybody performs 
And that year was going to be at, on Washington Adventist University was hosting oh. um, in D.C. And so I knew Des was in Baltimore, which is up the street uh, from D.C. So I said, hey, I'm coming to, to D.C. to perform with Gym Masters. Would you like to come to the show? And at that point, we were texting all the time. So it was like, yo, I'm just inviting my friend. No issues. And then we have another friend, one of her good friends, Brittany. Uh, Brittany. Brittany lived in D.C. as well, well in Baltimore because she's in school. But Brittany's from the area, and we're friends too. And at that time, I was probably closer to Brittany than I was with Destiny because Brittany spent her whole entire time at Southern, and we were friends. Okay, yeah. And so I say, oh, you can come with Brittany, and we all can just link up. You did not say this. Yes, I did. He he invited me to the show, and oh. I was trying to figure out different people that I could bring along with me because by this time we were communicating a little bit more. So I was like, I don't really know if he likes me, so I'm just gonna try to bring people along with me so that he doesn't get any impression because I I mean. I thought he was cool, but I wasn't like, I, w- I didn't like him yet like that. So I was trying to bring people along with me. So I didn't bring up Brittany to come? No, you didn't. You remember I said you was like, you oh, I don't know. And then I said, oh, you could probably spend a weekend in D.C. Yes, we talked but about getting a hotel. It's, it's okay. With Brittany. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. It's okay. So anyway. What? <laughs> pull up the receipts. Anyways. <laughs> He invites me to the oh my show. God, I was <laughs> he invites me to the show. <laughs> and um, Brittany was supposed to come. She was supposed to come because I was trying to get other people to come oh, along with me. Okay. Bottom line of the story, everybody else that I was trying to invite had something else going on. Right. I ended up going by myself. Now the gag to this is DC is probably like 45 minutes away from where I was staying. You remember mm-hmm. this difference. And I do not like driving one mm-hmm. and I do not like driving at night. So I knew that it would be daytime when I was going, but it would be dark when I was coming back. And I was like, this is a dilemma. So I went anyway. I drove my sister's car. I went anyway. I had one headlight. I knew my headlight was out. <laughs> I drove there. Um, we had a great time. We were talking about things. Um, one thing specifically that's important to the story. I really don't know why I mentioned this to him. Because we were friends. That's why. I, I told at that him, point, we were really good friends. With him. <laughs> and you'll understand what she says, what she says. We are good friends. Don't downplay it. I told him that I, I, I guess I was venting or something. I don't know. But she, was, I, she was venting that she was broke. I told him that I need a new bras. <laughs> y'all were friends then. If you could say you. that to him, y'all were friends. Y'all straight up friends. We were friends. And were they? I have never asked you. <laughs> but she felt comfortable enough to tell it to him. Like they had to have some type of. Oh no! Like, this is friendship. definitely a friendship. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was developing um, because, no, like you developed. said. Like you said, we had been talking and communicating more. So, yeah. 
But I still don't know why I told him that. But nonetheless, I told him that I needed new bras and we laughed and kikied about that. Um, the show was great. I had a good time. It was time to go home. And I'm just like, bruh, why did I drive all the way here knowing that I have to drive back in the dark by myself with one headlight? And so on my way home, I'm just like, I wouldn't do this for just anybody. Like, maybe there is something there. <laughs> maybe there is something there. So I, I don't know what you were thinking after all that but that's what I was thinking I was just like okay maybe I actually do kind of like him because I wouldn't just do that for any old random person what are you looking at me for? because do you want to tell your so, story what you were thinking so for me so me you know after we started dating whatever we talked about this obviously mm-hmm. like we both had the <laughs> light bulb moment I guess you would say about the same time like during that time in my life I was going through a lot as far as like I was growing spiritually and I was praying differently. And so like for me, I was in a place of, I wasn't confused, but I was praying to God to answer some prayers for me. And like, so you know how sometimes like you feel like the answer could be like right in front of you, but you so, mm-hmm. you so like so far focused on like all the other stuff that's going on and you don't, so what I was praying that at this point I had got out of a relationship, a, a pretty yeah, rough relationship, I guess, a long, rough relationship. And then I was like, you know what? The next girl I date has to be my wife. That was what was going through my mind. And so I didn't want to rush into no other relationship right. or whatever. Because at that point, I already knew my priorities. I wanted to be married. I wanted to, you know, follow God's plan, yada, yada, yada. And so... After she got in her car and I'm walking back into the gym and like I'm like, man, she really just drove all the way out here for me. It's like <laughs> by herself. I was like, hmm. So in my head, I was like, hmm. I feel like God was just smacking me in the head, like, ding, like, dude, like, you need to focus on this girl, bro. Like, <laughs> nobody else but this girl. So at that point, I felt like that's when the light bulb went in my head. Ding. And then after that, we started communicating a lot more. It wasn't just like once a day. It was throughout the entire day, <laughs> every day from the depth. Well, no, it wasn't every day. Well, it wasn't. Well, I guess it was not every day. When we did talk, it was for long periods of time. Yeah. Um, but we then we would I, check in with each other more yeah. than we used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be more like, "Hey, I'm going to class. I made it to class," or me as that, "I'm on my way to work." You know, more more intricate details of my day, like. And it, it felt like we were getting more invested in each other's day. Like, hey, did you make it? Did you eat today? Like, it was stuff like that. Our conversations mm. were a little bit more intimate, I guess. I guess you would say. And so around Thanksgiving time, that's probably when, like, I decided that I was going to make my intentions known. This, he was gonna shoot his shot. This is this, what I, this, is, what this is this is the moment. We have made it, y'all. This, We've made it. Finally here. So Thanksgiving rolls around. And I think I was on shift Thanksgiving or something like that. But um she was in town. Uh, but it was also a friend of mine's Quinn and Sam's wedding weekend. 
And so the Saturday night, she was going, the wedding was on Sunday. She's going back to Maryland on Sunday. The Saturday night before, all the boys were going to go to Atlanta to uh, party for Quinn's bachelor party or something like that. Saturday night. Okay. And so I had, nobody went to church that day. (laughs) (laughs) All the boys came in town. And so everyone, some dudes had last minute shopping. So we all, all the boys went to the mall. And at the mall, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get Destiny a gift. And that's how I'm going to shoot my shot. So I revert back to, I have a great memory. I don't know why it stuck out. I revert back to our conversation at Aquafest when she said she needed uh, she was broke and she needed bras, right? And so, I mean, I get it. She's a college kid. She's broke. She's struggling. I was there at one point in life. Okay. So for me, I was raised with sisters. I have three sisters. I'm the only boy. I know the importance of bras. I know that struggle. I heard my sisters complain about that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, bras ain't nothing. So for me, buying bras um, wasn't that big a deal. It wasn't my first time. Not that big a deal, right? So anyways, at the mall, I'm telling boys, yo, I'm going to get Des a gift. And the boys are like, who's Des? And I tell them, okay, I see you, guy. (laughs) And so I go to Victoria's Secret, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to guess her bra size. I'm just going to give her a gift card. Because if I guess her bra size, that's going to be creepy. (laughs) I'm glad you knew that. (laughs) That would have been creepy. It's good to be self-aware. If you were right, it would have been a problem. Yeah, it would have been weird. I guess I could have said I had three sisters, I can tell. No. It makes it absolutely worse. (laughs) But anyway, so I went to Victoria's Secret and I got her a gift card. And I'll I'll, I'll let her tell how much it was. Uh, Because anyways, I got her a gift card. And so Saturday night before I went to uh, Atlanta with the boys, I stopped by her house to see her. And she came down, we talked, whatever. And then I told her, I said, hey, I got something for you. And she's like, okay. She looked a little skeptical and whatnot. And so I handed her the little tiny Victoria gift bag. And then I said, you know, it's there's something in there for you. So she looks in there, she sees the gift card. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then I was like, if you want me to keep the gift bag so your peoples don't think anything crazy just the gift card and so i kept the gift bag and i still had that gift bag I ain't gonna lie to you it's somewhere oh i really do still have that because it was in my car <laughs> it's still in my car all this time all this time oh gosh anyway uh anyways i get the gift card we hugged and she went back upstairs and i went to atlanta for a thing and then go ahead yeah, so he gave me the card and I was just like, oh, this is nice. And me, I'm just like, okay, he's a guy. He doesn't know like how much stuff in Victoria's Secret costs. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. it was like maybe $20, $25 on it. So I just put it in my bag and I wait to like check to see how much is on it until I get back to school. Um, I get back to school. Wait, and- hold on. So I gave her the gift Saturday. Sunday during the on her drive. Oh. You see, you see you skipping stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Under on her drive, like I'm at the wedding, she's driving up with her sister. For pretty much the entire wedding, like we texted. Her entire mm-hmm. nine hour drive, we texted <laughs> pretty much. And then like 
at one point her sister took her phone because she was driving. Her sister's like, What what are you guys like? What are y'all now? <laughs> good and question. I, 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 I responded, I responded, we're we're two adults adulting. <laughs> That's what I responded. We're two adults adulting. And uh and then her sister left me alone at that point, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we texted the whole her whole trip we back. Did. I kind of forgot about that. But yes, we did text the whole entire time back. Um, and then I got home. So I was like, hmm, let me see how much money's on this gift card. So I called the number and I think it said like 50 or something. And I was like, oh, so he's really trying to like it was a hundred dollars. Oh, okay, a hundred. I don't remember how much, but it was enough for me to get like more than Phew, one little. Yeah one little lip gloss you know I thought I was I thought I was gonna go in there and get like the 20 for 27 panties but I was pleasantly surprised and I was like okay I can actually get something with this I was like okay he did nice he did nice I I think I think we're moving along something here and so what'd you do I spent it you called your friends no I told I told my sister I told my sister. That's Did you what call I told. Christina? No, I told my older sister because she was there. She knew I got the gift card and everything. She knew right. that we were talking. So I told her. And of course, she was like hyping me up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, but I definitely spent it. I did get me some bras. Um, nice. So we had been talking all along, of course. Um, I don't think we ever not talked since that day if I remember correctly. Um, so fast forward to Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm flying home, but I don't have anybody to pick me up to the air from the airport mm-hmm. um, in Atlanta to go to Chattanooga. So I'm venting to him, telling him all this. And then he's like, oh, I can come get you. I'm not working that day. So... <laughs> <laughs> Friends. And they're just two adults adulting at this point in time. Like, First of all, that's the best reply I've ever heard to that answer if you don't have a clear conversation of what's happening. And two, you're dating. Because that is a two-hour trip one way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it gets, better. it gets better. I would definitely better. shoot my shot. Like, <laughs> no doubt. No misses. All threes. <laughs> Oh, she was deep. Half court. I like the reference because it's going to be important. So, <laughs> <In this> next part. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I can pick you up from the airport. Um, And then he tells me, oh, there's a, a Hawks game. We should go to the Hawks game. And he tells me that he invited some of his other friends to come along. So I was like, okay, cool. It's not just going to be us. That's a little bit intimidating. We'll have some friends there. Um, I knew some of his friends from Southern. So I was like, perfect. That's cool. Um, So come Thanksgiving break for him to come and pick me up. Um, Yeah, Christmas break. He tells me that his friends are no longer available to come. So were they ever available? I'm still wondering to this day. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, I need to ask them personally. They were there. 
No. Yes, they no, were. They it was just supposed to be a lot more. It was they one. It was one guy it was that two actually was there. Oh, I didn't know Gavin the other was guy. there and Omar was there. I didn't know. Just because the you guy. didn't know him, don't mean he wasn't there. <laughs> all the friends were all supposed to sit with. We were supposed to be a group right. according to what he told me. So yeah, they got their tickets last minute. <laughs> the friends weren't You're there with us. You're fast forwarding. You're, anyway, you because you interrupted. No, I did not. You went straight okay. to the basketball game. All right. Which happened later in that night. Because you interrupted. I picked you the up early in the morning. What happened all that morning? I'm getting there. You passed it. So <laughs> he tells me the friends are going to be at the um game. So that I was cool with that. I agreed. Right. Yes, that sounds great. You're going to pick me up from the airport. We're going to hang out. Fine. I love, I love it. So comes time to um, for him to pick me up, and he lets me know that it's just going to be me and him, which I was just like, okay, at this point, I'm not going to disagree because you're the one picking me up from the airport. So right. it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. So then he tells me that he has other things planned. Uh, we went out to eat. We went to the aquarium. You know, your recollection is not. Accurate. Did we not do these things? Yes, you flew in super early morning. I told you the game was at nighttime because the game was at nighttime. That's, and then I said, hey, let's do things throughout the day. That's what I just said. No, uh, no. Okay, we, well, we, we had planned, but we planned all this it. stuff, all the activities together, and not just me. Okay, we planned the activities together. And what happened? We went to the aquarium. And? Did we not walk to the aquarium? Did you not have a good I time? told them that we went to breakfast. We did. <laughs> we went to the aquarium and we went to the Ferris wheel in Atlanta all before we went to the game. Wait, so are these dates or are you guys just hanging out? Technically, <laughs> <laughs> we never said that this was a date, but this is our first official date. This is okay. our first official date. Okay. It was a whole day date. It was, it yeah. was an entire day. Definitely a day date. I'm just making sure. From the moment, hey, I tell you, I was shooting from deep, okay? <laughs> from the moment I picked her up from the airport, I, we went to the Fun Biscuit. We went to the aquarium. It was her mom's birthday. I took her to Marshall's, and we bought gifts for her mother. I bought No, no, no. I, I bought some, too. Okay. Did I not? I don't recall, I but if you say so, yes, sure. I was shooting deep. <laughs> I, I was, I was just swipe swiping that thing. I didn't even care. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to do this? All right, bet. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, we went to the game. The game was fun. Uh, we went to Ferris wheel. So funny thing about the Ferris wheel is like the, before they have pictures and stuff uh, you can take. And I, I asked her, say, do you want to take a picture? She was like, I don't know if you want to. Sure. I was like, sure, let's do it. So we took a picture, and while we're taking pictures, the lady's like, oh, my gosh, you guys are such a beautiful couple. And we looked at each other and laughed. It's like, uh, we're not a couple. At least not yet. <laughs> at least not yet. Y'all are hard. <laughs> so when did you guys become a couple after this? Oh, when did you say it? When did you first say you were a couple? Because I think that's we need to be specific with the questions we ask y'all. <laughs> I've been trying to get to it. So all through all throughout Christmas break, we had been hanging out. Either I was um, <coughs> at the fire station where he lived, or he was hanging with me at my parents' house. 
mm-hmm. or we would go out and I guess go on dates officially now um so the I think it was the day before I was supposed to go back or the weekend New Year's Day New Year's Day um I was hanging out with him at the fire station um and we remember this differently um just like (laughs) clearly everything else that has happened but from my perspective from my what I remember I asked him so what are we doing here and then he asked me oh you want to be my girl but he doesn't remember it like that (laughs) how do you remember it Sammy (laughs) that's not what happened (laughs) tell him what happened Honestly, I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't remember. But if I you don't remember, then her story is accurate. No, no, no. Thank because you. I I asked her, I was like, I was like, yo, are you my girl, girl? For real, for real? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it went along those lines. Regardless, January 1st, 2018, we made it official. <laughs> okay. That, Pretty much. I mean, that is facts. How it happened, it don't really matter. <laughs> it's not important. The not January first, two thousand eighteen. You guys are finally official. Finally, official. after all of that, we were already Instagram official, but official, <laughs> official. verbal so. verbal contract January first. So okay. when did when did you get engaged? Fourteen months later, yeah. March twenty second, twenty nineteen. How'd you do it? So, uh, my one of my coworkers at work, he has a property. Well, his wife has property on a river in Chattanooga, and so I planned a riverfront on a dock. Uh, Friday evening sunset proposal. Anyways, but yeah, uh, I went there. Wait, before that, we did the video. Oh, yeah. Before that, he told me, hey, one of my uh, videographer, photographer friends are doing is doing a dating documentary series and he wants us to be a part of it. And so I was just like, um, okay, sure. I had to send him questions that I would ask Sammy and everything. And I I thought it was kind of weird, but I was just like, I mean, he does do this kind of stuff. So I just went along with it. And little did I know I was recording a part of my proposal video. Aww. (laughs) It's so sweet. Yeah, I, so my friend Zach, he's the owner, operator of Boardhouse Productions, and uh, uh, Monique knows him. She, he went to Southern too. Um, anyway, so I, I hit him up and I was like, yo, I'm about to propose soon and I want to do a video, but I want her to be part of it in the beginning. And I was like, yo, let's ask her questions and you can ask me questions. And this is how I'm going to spin it to her so she won't be suspicious. And so she recorded it. And uh, Zach and his uh, wife now, Jade, she was part of it too. And she was there. She made it seem like it was normal. So she had no idea that, you know, a couple of days later, I was going to propose. 
but that, that was part of the video. Anyway, so I play. I I flew my friend Glendon out, who's a photographer, uh, and so Glendon did photography, and uh, Zach did a video. And uh, so that Friday night after we set up, I drove her, and then when I got close, I said, "Hey, you gotta get blindfolded," because <laughs> I thought we were going on a date. And so I said, "Which is I mean, at that point we've gone on Which so many dates. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't out of the blue that we went on dates, right?" So, I say, hey, we're going on dates. And then I've done quirky, awkward stuff before. So her being blindfolded wasn't <laughs> unusual either. Mm-hmm. And so, and so fellas out here, if you're listening, diversify how you date your your your, your wife, <laughs> your your fiancés, so that they, they won't be suspicious. Keep them on their toes. <laughs> but yes, sure. as I got closer, I, I had her blindfolded and then like when I got to where we were, I told her, stay in the car, stay in the car until I what, text you or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then, so I got out of the car and I went on the dock and I had music on, like our favorite song at that time. And I did not text her to get out of the car. <laughs> she got out well, the car. he texted me a long, like sentimental paragraph. And then in the text, it, told me what I was supposed to do but I read the text and I was like okay cool I got it I got out of the car and I immediately saw (laughs) what was happening and I completely forgot everything that was in the text (laughs) (laughs) he had like pictures set up um in the the dock way like the entryway to it and the text told me like look at the pictures or something i did not look at the pictures i ignored every single picture that was there and i walked like straight to him and yeah i i don't remember what the text said or anything like i was completely caught off guard about everything mm-hmm. um honestly i don't even remember what he said in the proposal like my mind was just everywhere (laughs) i I don't even know what he told me but yeah he got down on one knee i don't remember either ain't gonna lie to you (laughs) as long as you asked and she said yes that's that's important that's what happened he asked and i said yes i cried my eyes out and yeah how long were you engaged for exactly a year yep 11 months 29 days (laughs) yeah and we got married literally right like at the beginning of the pandemic when everything started oh gosh, to get crazy and shut down. Right. And that was a whole thing in itself. Like, yeah. I think I'm the one to tell that story. Well, that might take hours if you tell it. <laughs> <laughs> it, won't. it won't take hours. But um, yeah, I think for us in Tennessee, the day of our wedding, like after everything was over, the um, what is it like the restrictions how many people you could have had literally went down to 10, yeah, like right after everything was over. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't, sorry, I don't know if I was jumping ahead with the wedding, but no, no you're fine. fine. Okay. So with the wedding thing, so that's in the wedding planner. She, she, 
I would say I was very involved in our wedding planning yes, throughout were. the entire process, but a week for the week of our wedding, that's when COVID kind of like really got strong ish. Mm-hmm. And then they started talking about restrictions, yada yada yada. And Des was super stressed. And I want to say Sunday, she broke down mm-hmm. and I like was crying and yada yada yada. And so I told the our wedding planner, she did a good job despite all this stuff, but she was just so she reached out to Des a little too much. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like, okay, I probably need to step in to protect Des a little bit because Des can't handle the stress. Mm-hmm. And so I told the wedding planner, I said, hey, from here on out, if you have a question, comments, concern, anything, come to me. Don't even bring Des in. I'll inform Des whatever's going on. This mm-hmm. is Sunday. And so on Monday, me and the wedding planners are talking and we're still, at this point, we had made a decision that we're trucking along. The people, some of our guests had said, hey, we're not going to come. A lot of our guests. Because, well, on Monday, there was a few on Monday that said, hey, we're not going to come. We're scared to travel, yada, yada, yada. At that point, I'm like, okay, whatever. It's making it easy for me because we were already struggling trying to fit 250 people in that tight venue anyways. So I'm like, okay, that's one less table we got to worry about. Come Tuesday happened. Tuesday, that's when uh, one of our venues canceled on us completely. Oh, wow. I said they couldn't do it because the state, um, the city was shutting down their venue. Um, the good part of it is they said they'll completely refund us. And so they refunded all our money. And so now we're having to scramble to figure out where we're going to have the wedding ceremony. So the hotel that our wedding planner reached out to the hotel we're having the reception at, and they have multiple rooms, and they said they can accommodate because they knew what was going on. And it was going to be about the same price that we're getting back from the other venue. Mm-hmm. And so that worked out that way. This is Tuesday. Wednesday, the the mandates came out that you can only have 100 people at your wedding. Mm-hmm. This is Wednesday. And so now here I am having to make a list of 50-50. And that's you got to pick 50. I got to pick 50 and then tell people to go home. And our wedding party is six already. And that well, granted that most of it was our families, but you talk about six people standing next to you, plus their wives and husbands and their kids. That's 50 people right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we're going to make it work with 100. But then Thursday, the hotel hits us up, said, hey, we can't have food because the city said we can't serve food uh, or, or drinks, yada, yada, nothing. Yeah. And then and then it drops down, you can only have 50, period. And so and yeah, here I am. The tears. Yeah. And so <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. Every time it got worse, I just regrouped and created a new plan with, between me and the uh, wedding planner. Mm-hmm. And like I kept Dest out of it. I updated what was going on, but I said, don't worry about it. We're planning. And we took care of it like every time. And so, you know, I had to tell, I had to tell my best men to stay home. Uh, uh-huh. and, and that's a tough decision, you know, like uh, uh, Big Sam was my best man. I, and I, and Big Sam was one of my best friends. And he's like, you know what, I'm going to come regardless. I'll just quarantine when I go back home. I'm like, dude, like, there's no point for that. Mm-hmm. Stay home. And, you know, he had just had a baby at the time. I was like, well, stay home with your wife and your baby. 
there's no point. We'll just have it a family affair. Mm-hmm. And so my parents came up uh, with some other select family members and uh, my sisters and all their kids. And then Dessa's siblings and a select few. And, and there's some people who was here locally, like Marvell came, Mark Anthony came, some friends here locally. And we still had a day, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I just want to be married. I didn't really care. I mean, I do wish we had our day, you know, mm-hmm. but I just want to be married. Like that's, 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 that was the, the goal for me, not having a, a good wedding. I think a lot of people put emphasis on the wedding day mm-hmm. and not their marriage. And, and for me, marriage was it. So I don't know. We saved a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> money because all that money we we're gonna spend came right back to our savings account and so so what's been the best part about marriage for you guys so far since you guys are about a year and some change in for me um and I've been saying this literally since like the day I got married is being able to come home to him every day um because we were in a long distance relationship for some months. Um, and then I was living with my parents. So being able to actually come home to him every day, I think is honestly one of the best parts for me. Um, for me, it'd probably be just having that constant companion that, that you know, you can rely on. Your know, life is tough. Um, my career path, I guess you want to call it, it's very tough. And so some days I have, you know, some tougher days. And when I come home, like to someone that's worth it and someone that just keeps me grounded and it just takes away all that, all the stress, you know, she's my, definitely my uh, escape from reality, I would say, as far as the world. Um, just on what I do, I see a lot of bad. And so when I come home, I don't have to deal with that. I'll have to worry about what's going on out there i know at home it's my peace use my peace so yeah that's sweet that's, i'm still shooting myself <laughs> <laughs> never stop please never stop <laughs> still shoot my shot so destiny this question is for you because well janelle and i no offense to you sammy but we're always talking about how we could never be with a person that's a firefighter, a police officer, like military person, anything like that. And so Destiny, how do you handle his job? Like, what is that like for you? Um, In the beginning, it was really tough for me when he was a firefighter, um, because I was just like, oh my goodness, you're going into these burning buildings every day that you're on shift. You could literally die any day. And it was like stressing me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had conversations about it and he just used to tell me every time that I get a call is not something that's life or death. So that's one thing to ease your mind to know that every single second I'm out there, it's not something that could harm me or kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that actually helped. Um, and also visiting the fire station often just to see like what they did on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is 
kind of like what you see on TV. They're just chilling in the fire hall. <laughs> so that <laughs> eased, that eased my mind a lot to know that, okay, every second that he's out there, he's not like fighting fires or mm-hmm. on the brink of death. Um, and then as far as the police thing, especially all that's going on now, like, I just try not to make it my main focus of concern or stress because I would be stressed every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to pray, um, talk to him about it. Um, and he tells me days where he's not doing anything and some days he does do stuff, but the more you talk about it, it, it eases the pain. Um, just to know that every single second that he's out there is not something that's dangerous and stressful. Mm-hmm. And also another thing is to kind of block out the media and their perspective on things um, because it can be very judgmental or biased a lot of the times. So, yeah. I guess when you put it like that, it's not as, you know big and scary as we kind of make it seem so thank you for sharing your perspective on that so I want to thank you both for coming on and sharing us and sharing with us your story Sammy keep shooting your shot with your wife love it (laughs) (laughs) but before we let you go we have one last question that we ask all of our guests and that question is is marriage worth it 100%. Um, Yes, of course. (laughs) Of course, marriage is worth it. Yes, it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. Marriage is worth it. And there you have it. It is an absolutely and a yes from Destiny and Sammy. You guys can go ahead and plug whatever you would like to plug. Um, Well, you can follow me on Instagram if you would like. I post here and there whatever um at i am you are destiny with three y's um and you can also check out our podcast it is the prevalent perspective on any podcast streaming sites or platforms don't talk to me anything you want to talk about nope okay well yeah we are stay connected to god if marriage is going to be worth it to you, definitely got to have a relationship with you. That's my point. Well, thank you. You can follow the podcast, um, Marriage Worth It, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Marriage Worth It. You can also email us at marriageworthit at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, or guest suggestions. Thanks for listening. I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And this has been Is Marriage Worth It?